Father, I thank you and I praise you this morning for each and every person under the sound of my voice. I pray this morning, O oh God, that you're going to anoint the ears and open the hearts of each and every person. Help them to receive, understand, retain, and apply this word and help them to recognize how important it is to use the blood of Jesus. As I decrease, I pray that you will increase in me. I give you all the praise and the glory in advance for what you have done, what you're doing, and what you're yet to do in my life and in your people's life. In Jesus' name, I pray and I say hallelujah and amen. And people of God, uh, we are coming up into uh, what some people call Easter. I call it resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so I, I felt in my spirit that I believe that the Holy Ghost has given me uh, this opportunity to talk about the blood because the blood of Jesus is not being preached like it should be in the churches. The blood of Jesus should be a, a, a part of our normal and our everyday conversation. Why? Because according to Revelations chapter 12 and verse 11, the Bible tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So if we are dealing in a church with that don't never speak about the blood or they only talk about the blood around the time uh, when when in April where they have the resurrection and then they talk about Easter you know but I'm trying to get people to have the the mentality to recognize that when you are living and dealing in a bloodless world, in a bloodless society, in a bloodless church, you will never make it to the place where you need to be. And so today, I want to talk to you about the, 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 the power of the blood of Jesus and how, how, how relevant it is for today. Because if you don't have blood, you have no life. So I'm going to be reading to you today from the book of um, the, the New King James Version and from the book of John chapter 30, 19 and verse 31 through 37. And because in this set of scripture, we see the reference of the blood of Jesus and friends, the blood of Jesus is extremely powerful. It is important to understand the power of the blood of Jesus. It is central to our faith as Christians. Amen. And so let me read for you what the scripture is saying. Amen. Glory be to God. According to John chapter 19 and verse 31, the Bible says, therefore, because it was the preparation day that the bodies should not remain on the cross uh, uh, on the uh, um." On the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high holy day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and on the uh, first and on the other who was crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs, but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. Watch this. And he knows that he is telling the truth so that you may believe. For these things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled. This is verse 36. Not one of his bones should be broken. Well, that happened according to the book of Exodus chapter 12. And again, another scripture says they shall look on him whom they pierce after whom they pierce. That was done, said in Zechariah chapter 12 and verse 10. But then it also said, after this, verse 38, after this, Joseph of Amaratia, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, 
asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. Now, if any one of you have been listening to any of my message previously, you would notice that I mentioned several times about 1 John chapter 5 and verse 8, and I'm going to get there in this message, and I pray that the Holy Spirit will give me the permission to continue to preach about the blood a few more times, because I don't think that people really understand what and how powerful and how important it is to speak about the blood, to talk about the blood. The Bible says that power, life and death are in the power of our tongue. And so when we allow these things to go by this wayside, we don't get the fullness of what the Bible is telling to us. Now, I just want to back up a little bit because what happened is this. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, salvation came with many things. It came with five particular specific gifts that salvation came with. This is what the blood has done for you. And we're going to talk about the source of the blood and all of this in my other messages. So I prayed that you will continue to listen and hear. But listen, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the blood of Jesus brought you back full redemption you you got self preservation you've got safety you've got soundness of mind you've got healing and you've got deliverance we're going to talk about those things as we go along in these uh passage a uh, uh, set of of, of um, um um programs amen <coughs> excuse me <coughs> hmm so the Bible tells us that the blood of Jesus, it gives us complete forgiveness. The blood of Jesus brings redemption. Like I said, complete forgiveness. It gives you mercy. It gives you grace and well-timed in every situation. The blood of Jesus has been poured out in heaven, but it also needs to be used on earth consistently every day. One of the reasons why so many saints are going through so much problems is because they have forgotten about the blood of Jesus. Listen, as I say, what it means to apply the blood of Jesus and how to do this, we're going to talk about these things. According to verse 34 of John chapter 19, it says, But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. Verse 35 says, And he who has seen this has testified. So John the Beloved is the one that wrote the book of John, and he's trying to explain to us, he's trying to tell us, how important it is to recognize the blood of Jesus. You see, without the blood, there is no remission of sins. In the Old Testament, they use bulls and goats' blood to cover our sins. But in the New Testament, when the Lamb of God, hallelujah, who went to the cross and laid down his life, my God, ah, yes, he shed his blood at Calvary so that you and I could be redeemed from the curse. Glory be to God, according to Galatians chapter uh, uh, chapter. Um, Galatians chapter 3 and, and verse 13 tells us that, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want you to recognize the blood of Jesus and how important it is to use it every day. The blood is a powerful source for us as we live in Christ. Watch this. 
for some of you, this might be a little weird. It's not something that we sit around and talk about, but all of you would agree, blood is life. If you don't have it, you don't have any life. The Bible talk about the life is in the flesh. The blood of the life is in the flesh, according to the book of Leviticus. If you don't have the blood of Jesus, you don't, you won't thrive. Many believers don't walk in victory because they forget the benefits that come with being a follower of Jesus Christ and using the blood as a weapon. You are heir to Jesus Christ. He is your older brother. He has set you free. When Jesus went to the cross, he bought you back. Glory be to God. He redeemed you from the curse. Hallelujah. According to Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, the blood of Jesus has hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hang on a tree. So they hang Jesus on that tree. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we need to now begin to begin. You see the church today, as I said, the blood is not something that people talk about all the time. But the reason why saints are going through so much is because they forget that when they wake up in the morning, the moment you say, good morning, Holy Spirit, or good morning, Father God, glory be to God, and you tell him, you thank him for waking you up in your right mind, and thank him for ordering your steps, and thank him for keeping you while you were sleeping at night, and thank him for your children, and thank him for all the things the Bible says, come into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his court with praise. And then you begin to praise him and worship him for who he is, for his holiness, for being the Alpha and the Omega, for being the one that kept you, for being the one that never turned his back on you, for being the one that loved you when you were unlovable. You praise him for those things. And then after that, you begin, glory be to God, you begin to cover yourself with the blood of Jesus from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You cover your children and your family with the blood of Jesus. Wife or husband can do this if they're saved. You cover your home with the blood of Jesus. Glory be to God. You cover your car with the blood of Jesus. You cover your job or your business with the blood of Jesus. You draw the bloodline of protection around your property, around your home, around your property, around your block. If you are a pastor, you cover your congregation with the blood of Jesus. You cover your ministry with the blood of Jesus. You got to understand the blood was given to us to use and we got to use it because the Bible says says life and death are in the power of the tongue and if you never uses the blood if you never speak about the blood the enemy will have no respect for you the enemy only is afraid of you when you begin to use the blood because he was defeated at Calvary glory be to God hallelujah when Jesus when Jesus glory be to God went up back to heaven he told Mary Magdalene when she saw him he said don't touch me I have not ascended to my father and yours yet so what am I saying to you glory be to God. The blood is your weapon, but you got to use it. It's no point in having a weapon and you don't know how to use it. It's no point, glory be to God. And I can tell you this for, for sure because when I got saved, I did not know what all the blood did for me. I thought all the blood did was save me. And I used to be praying on my face in my bedroom on the floor and I would feel these presents in front of me, but they were not godly presents. And I was sharing this with someone, someone that was born again long before for me and she said to me she said just plead the blood and I said what do you mean by pleading the blood or sprinkle the blood and she explained to me she said the blood is not only for salvation the blood of Jesus
Jesus is for your protection. The blood of Jesus is to protect your children. The blood of Jesus is to help you to go each way. The blood of Jesus is empowering you. Glory be to God. We got to remember the blood of Jesus is powerful. Powerful. The Bible tells you. But we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God. Our workmen not being ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's why the Bible says for us to meditate on the word of God. Glory be to God. When you saw the blood, it tells you in Exodus chapter 12 that when they put the blood of, of the goats on the, on, the, on the lamb, the blood of the lamb over that lintel post and over the doorpost, the destroyer passed over. The blood of Jesus will protect you. The reason many of your children are waking up in the morning and tell you that they are a boy even though they are a girl is because these wicked spirits have attached itself to them. But when you cover them with the blood at night and cover them with the blood in the morning, you will not have those problems. You will not have agenda, this confusion in your household. No, you may have a son and a daughter because we all have people that are homosexuals or bisexuals or whatever transgender in our family. But if we begin, God can reverse that curse. If we begin to pray and plead the blood of Jesus over our family member, I promise you God will turn it around. Oh, glory be to God. The Bible said when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard for you. But you got to get to that place where you realize that you have the power in your mouth. God give you the power to use the blood as a weapon for yourself and also for your family. Glory be to God. I was talking to a, a one of our members not too long ago and she shared with me that this person in her job is harassing her. And I said, before you go into your office, sit in your car and you cover yourself with the blood of Jesus afresh and you cover the building with the blood of Jesus and you bind up every principality, every power, every spiritual weakness that's in your office and you send them a flight to the abyss in Jesus' name. You cover the office with the blood of Jesus. Glory be to God. People of God, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you something that I don't know. I'm telling you what the the Holy Spirit have taught me over these years that I have been saved. You got to understand, like I say, I had no knowledge of what the blood of Jesus did for us. The blood of Jesus is alive. Glory be to God. The blood of Jesus has power. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. The blood of Jesus, glory be to God. The Bible says, God says, Abel's blood cries out from the grave, but the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. And so we need to make sure that we recognize Recognize. Jeremiah chapter 31 and 34. Let me go there for a second. I'm almost done. I want you to look at this. Glory be to God. This is powerful right here. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, 31 and 31. Jeremiah 31 and 31. Let's look at what the Bible says here. Jeremiah 31 and 31. It's powerful scripture. You got to get to that place where you begin to study. Go in your Bible and search it out. Don't let you know, don't let the Bible just sit there and get dusty. Search it out. Look what the Bible says. He said, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with, with their fathers in the, in the day I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke through, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord, verse uh what I said, 31, 31 through uh, 34. Then it says in verse 33, but this is the covenant that I will make 
with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will pour out my spirit into their minds. I will put my laws, I'm sorry, my laws in their minds and write them in their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Verse 34 said, No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they they all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sins I will remember no more. But the reason why God was telling Jeremiah to tell the people this is because in the book of Exodus, glory be to God, bulls and goats, bulls and goats could not, listen to me, bulls and goats could not wash away your sins. They could only cover your sins. And this is the reason why when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ in the Old Testament, the moment you died, you were taken to this place called paradise, which was across from, from hell. But then when Jesus came on the scene, the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world, his blood, glory be to God. We are talking here about the blood of God himself. The same blood that God breathed into Adam, glory be to God. When he said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness and God formed man and he breathed into Adam and Adam became a living being. You see, the life is in the blood. The life is in the breath of God. And so this is going to take me. So we got to see how important the shedding of blood was. It, like I said, it forgives our sins. It wipes us clean. It washes us clean. Listen to me. You could not afford to buy your way into the kingdom. In the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, everybody had to pay a ransom. Not in the New Testament. In the New Testament, the new covenant that God made with, 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 with the people uh, is this. When, because he sent his only begotten son. So now Jesus becomes the ransom to redeem us back to the Father. So now all you got to do, glory be to God, is believe in Jesus like Abraham said. The Bible said, according to Genesis chapter 15 and verse 6, the Bible says that Abraham believed God and it was accounted to, to him for righteousness. So what people need to do today is they got to believe God and that is going to come to them for righteousness. Believe what? Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Believe that he went to Calvary. Believe that he died and was buried. And three days later, God raised him from the dead. And hallelujah, glory be to God. And that's what we're coming up. We're coming up now dealing with the resurrection. And I know some people are still having... Uh, fun with Easter bunnies, but I'm sorry, the Easter bunny has nothing with the res has nothing to do with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but that's okay if that's where you want to go. I want to make sure that you understand it is the blood of Jesus, glory be to God, that was shed at Calvary, hallelujah. It is the blood of Jesus that's going to transform you. It is the blood of Jesus. Only the shedding of blood can forgive sin. The Bible says in Ephesians 1 and 7, in him we have redemption redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace our salvation is believing accepting receiving this truth you must appropriate by it by faith you must believe it this blood that was spilled by jesus is fully efficient for the forgiveness of all sins past present and future sins but we must believe that Jesus is the one. He is the one that went to Calvary. Romans chapter 3 and verse 25 says, 
for whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Propitiation means averting the wrath of God from the offering as a gift. So Jesus was the ransom. He paid the price for your sins and mine so that we now can go before the throne of grace. Do you understand? I'm going to borrow this from one of my other messages. Do you understand that in the Old Testament, when the priest, glory be to God, this is powerful. When the priest went in and they took blood of bulls and goats, but guess what? Those, because the blood of bulls and goats was not powerful enough, if the priest went in and he had sin on his own life, he would drop dead when he goes into the Holy of Holies. But because Jesus paid the price for you and I, because he ransomed us, he re redeemed us from the curse, glory be to God, his blood was sufficient. His blood was sufficient. And so for those of you that do not understand, his blood was the perfect gift that was given to pay the price for the sins of all the world, for the sin that Adam and Eve commit in the garden. When you talk about the blood, in, in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 21 was the first time that blood was shed for the remission of sin. Again, without the remission, without the blood, there is no remission of sin. If Jesus did not die and go to the cross at Calvary and shed his blood, we would still be in our sins. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you today, glory be to God, do you know Jesus? Have you ever given him your life? Because if you have not given him your life, I want to make that possible to you right now. If you would say right now as I speak, listen, a bunch of words is not going to save you. But if you want to give your life to Jesus right now, I would like for you to say this prayer after me. Again, it's not the words that you speak. The Bible says according to Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and 10, that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the mouth the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. Why? Because with the heart one believes and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So today, if you would repeat after me, I would love to bring you in here. It says, Dear God, I'm sorry for my sins. I am a sinner and I'm asking you to save me. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you went to Calvary, that you laid down your life, that you died and you rose from the dead three days later and after that you went back to heaven. I thank you and I praise you. I surrender my life to you right now. In Jesus' name, I give you all praise, all glory, I thank you today, God, for saving me. If you have said that prayer, you're welcome to call me. Listen to the broadcast until the end, and the number is at the end, but I'll give it to you right now. It's 323-293-7566. God bless you, and I love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah.